bring on the day Trusting in God's instructions Bring on the day Welcome to Bring on the Day Conversations with Willie and Tequila Adolph Willie and I are ordained ministers We've been married since 1999 And we come to you each week with a topic of the week This week's topic is Envy We'll be right back to bring on the day. Are you ready to learn how to communicate with each other to discover your strengths and weaknesses that will complement each other towards your new and successful career? Are you ready to have a chance of creating an enjoyable and successful lifestyle with the one whom your soul loves? Reach out to us today and we will help you get started with couple bonding in business at www.couplesinbusiness.com. Hi guys, we're Willie and Tequila Adolph. Oh yeah. <laughs> and what do we do? Man, we do real estate, credit restoration, concierge service. Um, I sell Mary Kay. We're ministers. We do marriage counseling. And we have two TV shows, Reality Check with Adolph and Bring on the Day. Hey guys, get to know us at <laughs> www.theadolfgroup.com Welcome back to Bring on the Day. This week's topic is envy, but before we get into scripture, I wanted to say this week's trivial question, and it is, what Old Testament book did Jesus quote as prophetic proof about John the Baptist? Hmm. Make sure you stay tuned to the end of this sec this show, and you can get the answer to that trivial question. Willie, can you lead us in prayer? Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, when we focus upon you, we are blessed. When we focus too much on material things, we are troubled. Please help us focus on you, on the things that are in your will, and watch over us and protect us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. This is a touchy subject, so I wanted to break down the word of envy. It can be a noun and a verb. A noun description of envy is a feeling of discontented or resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions. Hmm. The verb envy means to desire to have a quality or a possession or a desirable attribute belonging to someone else. Wow. Hmm. Let's go to scripture. And in saying that, guys, I want you to not be fearful of the Bible. The Bible is God's daily instructions to us to solve problems, to bring us joy, and just basically to give us instructions in life. The Bible may seem intimidating. We suggest that you start with a children's Bible 
look at the pictures, read the stories, get more intrigued, pick up a regular Bible, but not just any Bible. Go through all of the different versions of Bibles. So that way you can relate to, to yourself with that Bible to go into the Bible each day so God can feed into you. Exactly. Let's see the scriptures that God tells us about envy. Proverbs 14.30, a tranquil heart gives life to the flesh, but envy makes the bone rot. Proverbs 23.17, let not your heart envy sinners, but continue in the fear of the Lord all the day. Galatians 5.26, let us not become conceited provoking one another or envying one another. 1 Peter 2.1, so put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. 1 Corinthians 13, 4. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant. Proverbs 24, 1. Be not envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them. James 3, 16. Where, for where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every foul practice. Exodus 34, 14. For you shall worship no other God, for the Lord whose name is Jealous is a jealous God. Envy. Like I said, it's, it's kind of it's kinda touchy and a lot of people just don't get it, that you don't have to want what other people want. You don't have to be jealous of what people have because you don't know their situation. Yeah, you don't know if it's good or bad or if it's toxic. Yes. So in today's Bible story, we're talking about two sisters. And unfortunately, where there should be love, there was actually envy and jealousy. We're telling the story of Rachel and her sister Leah. Let's go back a little bit before we go to them of how important that this is in the history of Jesus, in the history of us. Mm -hmm. Remember in the Bible stories, they talked about Abraham. Father Abraham had many sons and many sons had Father Abraham. In actuality, Abraham literally only had one son. And this son was Isaac. Isaac was very protective, protected and favored mm. through Abraham and his wife, Sarah. Isaac, in fact, married Rebecca. Rebecca was found um, in another city. And her and Isaac fell in love at first sight and got married. Rebecca and Isaac had two sons, which were actually twins. Out of these twins was Esau and Jacob. Esau was born first and actually deserved the inheritance. Unfortunately, Jacob was favored by his mom and he stole the inheritance mm. of Esau. So when that happened, of course, Esau was very mad and upset and wanted to kill Jacob. Jacob fled the land and went to where his mother, Rebecca, used to live 
and ran into the house of Laban. Laban was Rebekah's brother and therefore family and of the same descent. Laban welcomed Jacob. And in that time, Jacob met Rachel. Jacob was, was not really familiar with tradition. So in saying that, he said, if I go to you and ask you for something, I expect to get it. Mm-hmm. Seems simple, right? Unfortunately, the story is goes a little bit deeper than that. And you know it does because the Bible always has some hidden agenda in it. And that's why we love listening to the stories. But when Jacob went to Laban and say, I want to marry your daughter, Rachel. And Laban said, yeah, yeah, you can do that. And Jacob said, okay. And he said, well, you know, I, I, I'll do anything you need me to do. Mm-hmm. And Laban said, okay, well, work for me for seven years. Tend the land, take care of the, the cattle. And Jacob said, that's a pretty good deal. And after the seven years, he was to marry Rachel. After those seven years, there was a big wedding. And back in the day, the veils were really um, thick. You really couldn't see the lady um, behind it. And the wedding was a whole day event. And there was a lot of celebration, a lot of drinking. Jacob got drunk. Then all of a sudden, it was the end of the night. And Jacob was you know, pushed away with his new wife. When Jacob woke up in the morning and it was revealed to him that his wife was not Rachel. Fortunately, his wife was Leah. Mm. Now, Leah is the oldest daughter for Laban, older than Rachel. And it's said in the Bible that Leah was... Um, I can't remember the word salt was was sad looking. <laughs> it said that about her. And it said that, that Rachel was bright-eyed, full of joy, and beautiful. Unfortunately, that's just how it was. So imagine going to bed excited to be with your wife that was joyful and waking up to a wife that was sad looking. <laughs> And we love Leah, but that's the story. Jacob was mad and he went to Laban and he said, what, what is this? I don't understand. He said, oh, I forgot to tell you. In our rules, the, the, um, the younger child cannot be married before the first one is married. So you, you had to marry that one in order to get Rachel. And he's like, okay, whatever. I want Rachel. What do I need to do to get Rachel? He said, oh, just work for me another seven years. So Jacob had no choice but to agree. And he worked for Laban for seven years and married Rachel. Mm -hmm. In between time, uh, Leah had children and Rachel didn't. Unfortunately, Leah kept having children. And she was jealous of the love that Jacob gave Rachel. But then Rachel was jealous of Leah over the having the kids. When Rachel gave up her jealousy and envious spirit, 
God saw her and she had children. Over this jealousy and envy, there was a total of 13 children born with Jacob with four different women. And guys, this story still goes on, and you have to pick up that Bible to continue with the story. Right now, we're going to go into commercial, and we'll be right back. Hey, guys. I am searching everywhere, trying to find some homes for our buyers. I had to dress up and get camouflage, and maybe I can sneak up on a home or two and maybe find something, that perfect home. You know, going through different areas, different towns, different communities, there is something out there for you. We just have to be the ones to continue to look. Inventory is low, but it's not gone. Even for new home builders, inventory is still low. It's pretty tight with the land and then the homes. Uh Uh-oh, I think I see something. I see somebody building. I tell you what. Let's go. Let's see what it looks like over there. I can't let them see me. Because if they see me, they're going to sell the house. And then there's not going to be another one for a while. All right. Let's see how this goes. Hey, so I run over here. And they're actually building. Oh, this one's going to be on the lake. They got to do some more homes around here somewhere that they're building. I think I see, oh, I see somebody. Maybe they can hit me. Man, man, I just seen you trying to sell this home. Is it? No, I'm sorry, I just sold it. Oh man, is there another one that we can look at? I got another one for you, follow me. Hey, here it is, come on, follow me. Come take a look at this beauty. Oh man. Just the opening already excites me. This is our Redford plan. This is four bedrooms, four bathrooms, with an entertainment room and a game room, and a huge Texas-sized patio. Ooh, man, we gotta take a peek at this. We're gonna look out the window. Huh, so if I go outside, I'm gonna fall in the look for the barbecue pit. And this is awesome. Thank you, thank you. And you said this is four bedrooms? Four bedrooms. Wow. Guys, we're going to jump on this um, right away. You can contact Kim. Come see me. Or you can contact Willie Adolph at the Adolph Group at Equity House Properties. And remember, you got Will, you got away. My name is Will. See you at the next house. Residential, commercial, leasing apartment locating. We provide consulting on home buying, home selling, and credit restoration. We help with private investments to All Faith Investment Corporation. Contact us now, the Adolf Group at Equity House Properties. We make real estate 
your reality. Welcome back to Bring On The Day. And on this segment, we're going to have some tips on not to be envious, <laughs> to not be jealous. Number one, being grateful and happy with what you have. So, you know, a lot of people feel that if I have what they have because it seems like they have more than me, you have to realize that you have more than someone else and you got to be grateful or you may not have it no more. Yeah, it can be taken away. Number two, write down your achievements. Sometimes you don't realize what you've done and what you had until you write it down. Exactly. I couldn't say that more about any better because... That's what you tell me all the time. <laughs> That's why I wrote it on the list, to give props to my husband. <laughs> Number three, show in empathy. And what empathy means is to see their side of the story, see the other person's side. Because they have it, you don't know what they went through. You don't know the... the trials, the pains, the suffering, the sacrifices to get what they have. Mm -hmm. Number four, recognize the envious and jealous spirit. So you can see it and you can tell because of the way the conversation goes. And you have to remember, if you're around it long enough, it will rub off on you. Exactly. And the way that you can get away from that spirit is to celebrate others. Honestly, celebrate others. Right. You you got to celebrate their wins and and be truthful and honest about it. Not just, oh, you did good. Great. Great job. Why she get to get it? Why he got it? <laughs> or like our girlfriend told us the other, the other day, she said, watch out for the ones who don't clap when you win. Hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Next, give to others more money, more time. Give to others. Right. Especially, you know, it don't always have to be money. It can be time. Um, it can be services. You know, they may need some help around the house or you never know. They may be going through a hard time. Buy them some groceries. Yes. Next, stop desiring what others have. The true meaning of envy. Desiring what others have. You may not, you may think you want it. But then when you get it, are you able to keep it? Because is it for you? Because God, if it was for you, God would make sure that you have it. Yes. Number nine, focus more on yourself. If you, you worry about the self-love and self-improvement, I think that would help being less envious. Right. You want to focus on yourself because when you focus on yourself, what everybody else do and have really won't matter. Mm-hmm. Next. With envious thoughts, oh, stop with envious thoughts. Think about, is this a benefit to me? Is it part of your goal? Is it something, all of a sudden, did you put it on your wish list because you saw somebody else with it? Don't change who you are. Exactly. Oh, that's a good one. Concentrate on something new. When you concentrate on something new, that means you've already achieved something that you already did. So you might want to sit back and look at your accomplishments. Yes, that's good. Stop comparing your everyday life with someone's highlight reel. So <laughs> when you're social media famous, <laughs> sometimes they just show you the great parts. They don't show you the sweat, the grind, the problems behind the scene. The you, tears. <laughs> you just see 
the final product, but you don't see how it got there. Yes, that's good. Celebrate yourself. As I said before, you want to celebrate your accomplishments. Write them down, as it was stated earlier. Write down what you have done, the things that you've accomplished, and you might be surprised of what you've already done. Next, seek out people who are grateful. Be around those people that's always celebrating each other and, and grateful for what they have. True people in success want to see other people succeed. So you want to be around successful people because they're going to want to pull you up, not the wannabe. Oh, well, I, I wish you the best. <laughs> those successful people are going to want to share. They're going to, the one, like, he, like he said, they want you to seek, succeed with them. Successful and, people leave tips. Yes, yes. Next, take a time out off of social media. You might need a social media break. You might need it just be, just for the fact you see everybody's success stories, and they're only showing you, once again, their success stories. They're not showing you everything else. Exactly. Seek professional help. Sometimes you don't realize that it's affecting you, your spouse, your family, your friends, your business. You might need to seek some professional help. Just to sit back, and if you feel that you don't, Go anyway, get fine-tuned, just like a car. Every now and then, you need to tune it up. Yes. Realize that you're hurting yourself with these thoughts of envious and jealousy. You're focused so much on everything and everybody else that you lose track of who you are. Yes. So in saying that, you can use prayer, meditation, and even yoga. Mm-hmm. And that will definitely get your mindset free help you with your breathing, clarity, and things like that. Mm -hmm. Be honest with yourself and be honest with others. Especially with yourself. You can't be honest with nobody else if you're not honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. Stop fearing of losing someone or something. That's actually jealousy. You're, you're fear that somebody's going to take my husband, somebody's going to take my wife, you know, they're going to take my house and my car. That's that's a, a jealousy spirit. God says, what's for you, no man can take. Yeah. Yeah, so you want to stop criticizing, stop gossiping, and stop listening to it. <laughs> and you want to start, I can do this. You want to put a plan into place and believing in yourself, knowing that you can do better, but you have to be determined and you have to do it on purpose yes there's definitely envy envy and jealousy are not good spirits and they don't do anything to help your life or the people lives around you it can actually tear you up tear you apart and you know ruin some great friendships and relationships yes guys we'll be right back after this commercial break <laughs> Bring on the day. 
to bring on the day. And now Willie has some questions to consider. Well, before I do the questions to consider, I'm gonna answer the question from earlier in the segment. And if you don't know the question, you're gonna to have to go back to the beginning to get it. The answer is Malachi. Actually, Malachi 3.1. Hmm. Questions to consider. Do my spending habits reflect the values that I hold most dear? And am I a faithful steward of my resources? Because mm. you're so looking at everybody else's resources, everybody else's money, everybody else's fame. What about yours? Are you an actual steward of what you have? Mm. Do I genuinely understand that material possessions will not bring me lasting happiness mm. so you see people having a lot of stuff a lot of material things and you're like oh if I had that oh I'd be the happiest person oh if I had that really how long will it last if I had him or I had her you know how long will it last it's like a new toy to a kid after two weeks and they knew no more <laughs> <laughs> they don't want it or they want to take it back <laughs> Do I understand that my possessions are actually God's possessions? And do I use possessions for his purpose? Mm. So you're looking at everybody else's stuff. Does it fit your purpose that God gave you? Are you able to give it back to him? Because if you have somebody else's stuff, that's just like me trying to put on her shirt. It won't happen. <laughs> I can't do that. It might look good, but I can't do that. So you have to look at the things that you have that's going to serve the purpose that God gave for you. Yes. Everything that you're supposed to have, God will allow you to have it in his timing. Exactly. Yes. Guys, remember that God craves a relationship with you. He wants to get to know you. He wants to talk to you. And he wants to share his love with you. If you don't have a relationship with God and you want to, you could say a simple prayer with us. Heavenly Father, I come to you for forgiveness of my sins, known and unknown. I welcome you into my heart. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. If you said that prayer with us, we welcome you into the family of faith. And you can catch us on all social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. And this 
TV channel that yes. we're on. <laughs> Guys, we love you. But remember, God loves you so much more. Bring on the day. Trusting in God's instructions. Bring on the day. Conversation.